Thanks for joining us for another God-inspired message from C3 Church Monash. Connect with us online at c3monash.org.au and we hope you enjoy today's message. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. It's been an honor and pleasure for us and also for myself to be here. I think it was five years ago that uh, I was here and also my wife, Sanita, uh, cannot be here because she has to be in Jakarta. And she has to be in the new church that we are planting now. And also to be with our son. So thank you, Team Music. Why don't we just give a big praise for the Team Music here. Yeah. So um, it is not a small act that what you have uh, done to us. Uh, the funny thing is, while we are doing faithfully with what is, uh, God is speaking to us, the Lord is working behind the scenes. So actually we are growing during the COVID times though. Because for many years, we have 11 churches. And I think um, we, have, if we had built a relationship with Pastor Steve and Deb White. By the way, they send their regards to you all. They, they wish they can be here to celebrate the goodness of God. Um, but they are also our hero. Um, they are a father for this movement. Pastor Steve also been a father for many leaders in Indonesia. So even though we are... Uh, uh, far in the distance, but our hearts are close. So, um, so Pastor Steve uh, have been coming before also and also taught us many good principles in the school of church planting. And um, I think that really takes uh, some time. But then the church just growing from 11 to 22 churches during COVID. And then also growing the last two years becoming uh, 28, from 20 to 28. And by the end of this year, going to be 35. And we are uh, hoping by act of obedience and simple things, we can grow to 100 churches within five years from now. <laughs> um, if I may share just about uh, 15, 20 minutes, then I will uh, pray for the people. Why don't we look at book of Acts 3. Um, Acts 3 from verse 1 to 8. It's about the lamb beggar healed. So, uh, all right, this is an NIV. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Amen. Amen. So, I believe, as mentioned here, when Peter and James... Uh, sorry, Peter and John went up together to pray. It is interesting that every time we, we go and pray, we always elevate ourselves. It's mentioned here on the first, on Act 3, verse 1, that they go up together. So I believe, like what Pastor Phil says, you know, men are, all, men are always looking for a better method, but God is always looking for a better man. The better men are people that really encounter with God. So prayer really help us. Prayer really help everyone here to elevate ourselves and to see our position, to see our situation. That's why we, we went up, we go up to pray. So I think that's the first thing. And then they met with a, with a lame man. And the Bible said he, he was born crippled. He was born lame. 
and the book of Acts 4 said he was lame for 40 years. For 40 years. So I think he has two problems. I mean, this lame man, he was born, you know, in pain. He was born uh, as a crippled man and he also has no energy. I think the definition of lame is when you have no energy, when you have no power and you need other people, you are being a lame person. Now, um, the problem with lame men is always depending on other people. We may not be lame physically, but we may be lame cognitively, mentally, mentally, you know, taking no responsibility, taking, you know, like doesn't want to make decision, doesn't want to be blamed. I mean, that's, that those people are lame uh, cognitively or mentally. And the second types of lame is lame socially. They're asking for the government to take over that what we're supposed to do, but asking for the government. And those people becoming extreme, becoming socialists, asking government always do this and do that. And the third type of person that can be lame is lame spiritually. And unfortunately, you know, there's a generation in Indonesia, I don't know in Australia, but uh, spiritually shifted for the woman, you know, for the housewife. I'm the man, I just do my job and I bring bread and butter at home. But going to church, talking about reading Bible, praying together is a female's work. It's a, it's a, it's a housewife, you know, it's a, it's a mother's work that brings the children. I will, I will stay at home and I will watch uh, football. Like last night, you have what games, you know? The NFL? AFL. So we have that in Indonesia. Uh, I, I pray that's not happening in Australia or in Canberra. People that are lame uh, spiritually. And the funny thing is, this lame man come to the house of God, go to the house of God every day. So there are people that come to the house of the Lord, that come to the church, but outside, not inside. Well, the inside is the, the life, the celebration, the testimony, you know, the presence of God. But outside, I mean, he doesn't feel anything. He just wants to have charity, you know, having some support from the people that have pity on him, that feel sorry for him. But I'm telling you today that God is in the transformation. God is in the transformation. If we meet God, there shall be transformation, transform. The whole thing is transformed. Like what Peter and John said, you know, when Peter looked at the layman, they said, look at us. Look at us. And of course, the layman is expecting to have something, to receive something. But Peter said boldly, silver or gold I don't have. But what I have, I give it to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazarene. Get up and walk. So sometimes we feel like we don't have enough money. We don't have any enough, you know, knowledge, you know, we need to go to the class, you know, like, and we know we want to be equipped, and that's all good, because, you know, zeal without knowledge will be in vain. Of course, we need to be equipped. But more than that, I think God wants to interrupt our life. God wants to interrupt our busyness. I think it's Pastor Rick Warren says that, beware of the barrenness of the busy life. Sometimes we feel good when we are busy, you know, busy doing nothing or busy doing something, yeah. 
But we, we feel good when we are, when, when, when we are busy. We, we, we feel like we are accomplishing something. But sometimes in the middle of our, our busyness, and the Holy Spirit, you know, will, you know, will, you know, will speak to us to stop. And I, I believe there shall be incidents. I believe there shall be incidents to the people of Citrimonas while you are having zeal for God, while you are praying, while you are consecrating yourself. I think the Holy Spirit will touch stop because there are some people, lame people, that need to be touched by God through the conversation that you will be having with that person. So there will be people that, you know, may I walk down? Yes. There will be people that is, you know, bothering you or nuisance, you know, like just causing you problems, you know, after problems, like, you know, it's never ending problems. You just, you know, up to your, up to your neck. I mean, enough is enough. You know, like you, you, you say, I'm not a social department. You know, you're coming for help and help. You know, you just, because, you know, like we are saturated with, with all the requests from this person. But I'm telling you one day, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and you say, in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. Yeah. There are many generations, there are, are, are generations here that, that are lame, that always blaming, you know. If, Pastor Joshua, if you only knew that my parents is alcoholic, if you only knew that my mom, you know, left, you know, home, if you only knew like how, how, how bad, you know, if you only knew that I'm in LGBTQ or whatever, if you, if you only knew my, the urge for me to be accepted, you know, but I'm always blamed. But let me tell you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth can heal you. When, when, when I learned to study what is Nazareth, even you know, someone says, is there any good things come of Nazareth? Nazareth is considered as a small town, unlike Jerusalem, where everything is in Sydney, is in Jerusalem. What is Monash? You know, what is Canberra? But out of Canberra, out of you know, uh, Nazareth, Nazarene means you are of no significance. You, you are little, you know. But Jesus says, wherever you've been, whatever problems that you have been misused, whatever that you have been, you know, misjudged, I can accept you. Because I've been accused also. You know, so I'm bringing a good news for those that feel that you are lame. Jesus can heal you. And the good thing is, this layman not only received the name of Jesus, but Peter grabbed, you know, grabbed, grabbed his hand and said, in the name of Jesus, wake, and then he grabbed it. And the bad thing is, our young generation is being grabbed by the wrong people, by some crazy people, some people that have wrong teachings, they are being grabbed. So I'm bringing good news you know, to Ken and to other generation that you will grab some young people. You will grab some people that being disciples and you will teach them into the ways of the Lord. Because many people want to have the action of the Lord. But I see when, I'm, when I was listening to, you know, to Christy Miles, uh, you know, this, in this house of the Lord, uh, I think God is teaching you to know the ways of the Lord. While people of Israel want to have the acts of the Lord. Some people want to have miracles without being obedient. But let me tell you, obedience is more important than sacrifice. 
obedience is more important because when we obey, when we act on the word, we love God. Some, some people just want to have healings, you know, want to have blessing without being, without, without being changed their character, without being transformed, without being planted. So they are very, some selfish people, bless me club people, you know, like, you know, just never ending, you know, just I'm, I'm lacking of this, lacking of, I think, I think we shall be lacking everything until Jesus comes. If we are focusing on the lacking and lacking and lacking, we will, we will never be grateful. We will never be thankful. And yet to come to the house of the Lord with, with gratefulness, it will open up the gates of heaven. You know, Psalm 100 says, come with thanksgiving. Come with thanksgiving. It's only coming to the house of the Lord. The gates is the passport. I cannot come to Australia with the passport. No matter how handsome I am. But with a passport... I cannot come to C3 Asia, I mean C3 Australia National Conference. I cannot. Regardless how, how connected, how good I am with James and Tammy Edwards. You know, if I say, you know, I'm very good with James Edwards. Who is James Edwards? Like, he's a handsome young man from C3 Monas. You know, like, I need to have my passport. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to have passport of gratefulness to come to the house of the Lord. Because being grateful, you know, being grateful, being thankful with what the Lord has done to us will put us in the position to receive the blessing. Some people want to receive the blessing but never being thankful. There are 10 people that are leprosy and Jesus healed them. Well, you know, Jesus said, just go and show yourself. Just be obedient. And 10 of them left. And while they were walking, one got healed and one come back, you know, and being grateful, and Jesus said, where's the other nine? The other nine also being, you know, being blessed, but this, the Samaritan, the Samaritan is giving praise. Yeah. So I want to say the second point that many people use the name of Jesus, but nothing happened. Acts 19, there are, uh, what you call it, uh, children of Skewa? Skiva. Skiva. Thank you. Thank you again. Children of Skewa, seven of them. And encounter with a demon-possessed person. And they're just cursing and using the name of Jesus. But then the demon possessed against them. And they, I mean, they, were, they run naked. We can only use the name of Jesus. We can only use the name of Jesus if we have connection with the person named Jesus. You can say the name of Jesus from morning until evening. Nothing happening. You can use the name of Jesus, but if there is no connections, there's no purpose, there shall not be healing. Because we cannot use the name of the Lord vainly. We need to have a connection, connection with God. So I think that's the, the, second, the second part. The third part, I think we need, we, need to, we need to grab this generation. So I believe, I mean, uh, God is preparing. I was informed by James that you guys having the home church every other week actually that is pre preparing and I want to pray for those home leaders actually the Lord is preparing this capacity this church with many many pastoral teams so those 11, 11, is it 11, 11 connect groups I think we'll be multiplied more James we'll be multiplied more so maybe little you know that actually the Lord is or orchestrating this You've been sowing into Indonesian region. 
And I believe there will be times us Indonesia will be sowing to Australia. We will be also sending, you know, and planting churches to all over the world. Of course, because we walk together hand in hand. So what I have in me, I'm imparting to you. We cannot impart something that, that we are not living. You know, I'll tell you the story in five minutes. I'll be finished. Um, I have an autistic kid named Joel. And I have a daughter named Jacqueline. I think Jacqueline, um, yeah, remember? Yeah, she, uh, she took her taking care of you kids, you know, while she was attending City College. She, Jacqueline now is in Canada. Our son has a autistic syndrome. And uh, the, the, the psychiatrist said, the one that he's healing Joel is not me, the psychiatrist that I, I'm doing this therapy and that I think you need to do also physical therapy with your son. And your son likes to do uh, physical uh, sport outside. So I said, okay, then, then I, 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 I walk, you know, with him because I, we live in the in the apartment complex. So come here, Ben. Yeah. So uh, this is father and son, okay? Oh, you are tall. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need a smaller one, but never mind. Never mind. No, it's okay. So you know, like me. Let's say this is me and this is Joel. So so uh, we just walk in the morning. So. Well, 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 while we're walking, my son Joel likes to 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 take my hands. So let's, yeah. But I, I feel weird. I mean, like you know, <laughs> men and men walking like this, even though he's my son. But I feel weird. So well, well, while we are walking like this, I know I I shake my hands like you know like if if I'm walking with Jacqueline, my daughter, or Sanita with my wife, it's all right, a male and a female. But a male and a male, I feel. You know, a little bit weird. But when I took off my hands, the Holy Spirit talked to me. He said, don't you want also to hold my hands? That I'm your father. I said, I'm sorry, Lord. And from that moment, we, we don't walk like that, but we walk like this. No, no. You, no you're here? Here. Like this. We walk like this. A father and a son. We walk like this. We walk like this. And I feel proud, you know. No, no longer I'm, I'm ashamed. Okay, thank you, Ben. <laughs> and then also my son, my son also loves to go swimming. So he goes swimming with uh, freestyle, and he, 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 will, he will swim for 20 laps, 50 meters, 20 laps. And the longer I give, you know, claps, he even go <laughs> stronger. And little did I know that my... You know, my experience as a father and a son touched the people's heart in that complex. So during COVID times, uh, the, I mean, the males there, you know, the, the, some affluent people, people that have money, you know, can, that can move things, you know, they are powerful, that have factories, Chinese, Indonesian people that many, many have many companies. So one day they called me up and said, Joshua, can you come here to have lunch? Just to have lunch with us. I mean, we prepare food and, and we want you to be here. Yeah. I said, I'm having, you know, uh, with, uh, time with my wife. Yeah, why don't you drop her first and please come here? I said to my Sanita, Sanita, I will drop you. Then I will go to these people. I don't want to ignore, like, I don't know, like, you know, what's a big deal about lunch? But I just felt like, just go. I mean, like, be with this. 
people and those people they are not Christian. They are from different religion, from Buddhists or from others. <laughs> eight of them. So we sat down at the pool and we ate together. And when we ate together, uh, they, then they said, they called me, Pastor, would you please pray for us? Because during coffee time, we talk about women. We talk about sex a lot. You know, we talk about money. We talk about stocks, shares. We talk about politics. But we never talk about God. Okay, we can say, we can speak anything, everything, but except God. God is out of the, uh, I mean, conversation, because and we are coming from different religion. We don't, you know, we want to have, you know, political correctness. We want to have religious, you know, tolerance. So don't, don't, you know, don't, don't talk about God. So I mean, like we are safe because once we talk about God, other religion, you know, will, you know, get angry. So then they said, would you please pray for us? They asked me, okay. Uh, you know, I pray for peace so they can know God and they can experience God. And after I pray, after lunch, then they ask me, Pastor Joshua, can you share with us Psalm 23? I said, I beg your pardon? <laughs> yeah, can you share with us Psalm 23? Because uh, we went to the cemetery and one of our friends passed away. And there's someone saying, the Lord is my shepherd, you know, that I shall not want. Okay, okay. But I said, I will, I will need at least 20 minutes if you ask me about, you know, Psalm 23. And they said, we have one hour, Pastor. We have one hour. Is that the time? Zero, zero means finish? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I was drawn to that. <laughs> anyway, so, 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 I, like, you know, I was hearing about, what does that mean? The Lord is my shepherd that I shall not want. Then I said, you know, we, we all like just like sheep, we, we all scatter away, you know, we are, we are having our own ways, you know, to please God. And then they, they mock to each other, see, I tell you, you, you're a crazy sheep, you know, yeah. you talk about women and sex all the time. And then they say to each other, repent, you know, like, I, I don't know, while I was sharing, is it joking or is it like, you know, like they're teasing one another? But this is a real man's talk, I mean, they are, they are not Christian. And then I, I start sharing, you know, like, Oh, you know, through the valley, okay. even though through the valley, but your 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 um, yes, you are more Christian than me. <laughs> I need to repent here, Pastor. <laughs> My Lord, yes. And then I share like you know, during these COVID times, during this darkness, during the dark, we can experience God. Not during the light, but during the dark. At the, at the end of our conversation, I pray salvation for eight of them. Wow. What, what I want to share is sometimes in our business, like Peter and John, they, they can choose like, you know, there, there will be people that we meet and like Peter and John, they, they, you know, they, don't have, they don't have to bother like the layman has been there for 40 years. What does make a difference? You know, a, a coin, a nickel, what does it make a difference? But but, but, but they chose to stop in the business of life, in, in the business of praying. You know? but, but what was more important? If, 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 if someone touched and he came to the prayer meeting and, he, and he's clinging on us and he said, I'm the answer of your prayer. You know why God wants to do miracle in the book Acts of 4, verse 4? Because God wants to deliver a message and His name Jesus is to be glorified. And because of this layman, 
this lame, this crippled man was able to, to walk, is 5,000 people added to the New Testament church. I'm speaking to you, there will be lame people, crippled people, that will be touched by Citrimonas people, and they will come to the house of the Lord. There will be. As we experience this also, we experience the new church that we are planting. We have, we have, we have a family came, you know, a lady came with three children, a high school, junior high, elementary school. And for the last two months, like, I mean, this, they, they were sharing, our connect group, sharing about problem, money, after money problem, because the husband is no good. He's a bummer. He's a loser. And he, he went to the prison. He went to jail. And they have to spend money to redeem him. So she spent about $35,000 just to get him out of the prison. So they went bankrupt. They have no money. They have no money for food. And, you know, the other connect group members came to me like, Pastor, these people just came the last two months. And we've been, we've been pumping. We've been helping. Like, like, there are more people that needs help. Not only this family. But we say, well... You know, the Lord is bringing him. We, we believe in divine appointment. Like, you know, like, you know, like they need help. Of course, we help, you know, like, because we help many people as this help. And I think the, even the, the children also were, were stressed. Also, the, uh, the wife finally went to the family and said, um, I think I, I need money for, for the next one year to pay the apartment. And, and, and the family says, okay, we will help you with one condition, with one condition. You have to divorce your, your husband. That he is no good, he's a bummer, he's a loser. Divorce him. Because we've been helping you, you know, money after money after money. And he's taking advantage of you. You're, you're, you're very good, he's taking advantage. Like he, you have to divorce. Even the children also. Yeah, mom, we got to, you know, like, goodbye, adios. Bye-bye. Okay? Then uh, the wife talk to the husband, to, you know, to this loser. You know, we all love you and we redeem you from the, from the prison. But we have no money now because the very act that you're doing, you did some drugs and we have to bail you out. 35,000 gone. So my family could not help us anymore unless I divorce you. So when, when Sissy said that, he cried. This loser, this loser, cry. In the eyes of people, he's a loser, but not in the eyes of God. God is a God of mercy and kind. He always extends mercy. The same very day, that was in the afternoon, the same day my wife got a call from a, chi chi from a Chinese business person, and they asked to interview this loser. And this loser was being interviewed, and he was offered a job you know, like what he's doing now, he's a driver. The driver in Jakarta only earning $500 a month. $500 a month. <laughs> That's not enough, you know, for, for the wife and for the three children. So when he was interviewed and, and he was given a job and the job what was offered is the last job, the last job description that is done before he went to jail, which is doing the payroll. And the second thing is, it's a mining company that the husband, that person, that loser, came from. So he knew the island. And so he's accepted. And the salary, 
that given to him was $3,000 rather than $500 he's earning. So right now, Sunday, our church is having a party because um, he, he, he got a job and the wife is bringing a roast pork and all the good lunch. How about that? So the, the bottom line is sometimes, you know, we are, I mean, we are, we are bothered by these troublesome people. But actually in the troublesome people, you know, in the frailties, miracle is there. Miracle is there. You know, one, one day, uh, you know, Mother Teresa, you know, uh, in Calcutta, went out to the street with some American <coughs> came in just want to learn about the ministry. And then one gentleman said, Mother Teresa, if I'm being paid $1,000 a, a day to do what you do, I will not be able to take because you are taking the leprosy, people that cast out, you know, the poorest of the poor. But then Mother Teresa like, said like this. And she was asked, why you do this? How can you do this? And then she said, when I look at them, I can see Jesus in their eyes. See, to the spiritual people, everything is spiritual. But to the world, to the worldly, it's just a trouble. I mean, just problem. Problem after problem after problem. Let's all stand up. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you have any prayer needs, email prayer at c3monash.org.au or connect with us online.